Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, Hey Bartender, one of uh, Shelly's favorite songs. Uh, it is. I love it. I love that song, too, except the video stinks. And you know what? I read something interesting the other day. You know, all this little trivia stuff I keep in my head. I can't remember where I park my car you when I go to Schnucks. trivia. But I can remember all sorts of weird stuff. That the reason the video isn't that good is because she was like eight and a half months pregnant at the time when they shot the video. So they did sort of like a quick and dirty video. And she's not in it. Well, I guess she is. She's in it not a lot, but she's not in the entire video. You know, her and the two dudes. You know who I'm talking about? Hillary, what's her name? I've not seen the video. I just love the music. Uh, don't bother with the video. It's it's not one of my favorites. Matter of fact, it's one of my least favorites. You know, oh, what? Well, then I'll just have to completely <laughs> ignore it. No, then. you'll 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 binge on it. You go, well, he hates it. I love it, right? That's what, <laughs> you know that's, that's gonna right. happen, right? You go, I can't get enough of this Maybe video. Maybe a little bit. Uh, I, Brad, tomorrow, Brad, I watched that Hey Bartender video. I don't know what's wrong with you. That's the world's best video. I love it. That's probably gonna happen. <laughs> no. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where where. I, I still, I mean, some videos, there's some of them out there that are just like sort of cheesy and like, okay, we got a song and we got to promote it. And there are other ones that give you a whole different dimension to the song. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That, that give you a depth to the song that you didn't get from just listening to it. And some of them are like, I mean, the ones that, you know, once again, it's ADD Brad. I want to, some of them are like little min, mini five-minute, you know, movies. Like, for example, there's one, uh, what's the one with um, with Marin, uh, uh, Marin Morris, you know, the one we talk about who's got the twang she can turn on and off. She's like doing yeah, all these country yeah. songs for, you know, my church and 80s ladies and a 90s Mercedes, whatever the heck the song is. And then she does In the Middle, and it's like, that's not the same person. You know, the twang's gone. She's eliminated the song, the twang, the whole bit. But she does a video with... Maybe they um, have like a detwanginator. Well, I don't know. You know, they've got auto-tune. Maybe they've got auto-twang or detwang. Like auto-twang. Yeah, auto-twang. <laughs> oh, hey, hey would you, you know, maybe maybe she doesn't have a twang. And maybe when she did uh, in my church and uh, 90s ladies and an 80s Mercedes, maybe, they, okay, turn the twanginator on. Okay, well, okay, it sounds real good. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I like that sound. Uh, anyway, where she does the, the song with Thomas Rhett, uh, what is it, Missing You or something like that, where it's like, um, and, and what's interesting is that's one where there's like, you know, 30 or 40 seconds of video uh, before the actual song, and it sort of tells the story, and it's got like, it's got like credits on the front of it, you know, you know, blah blah blah, you know, the blah, and and then it's like uh, essentially the 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 video is, and I'll, I'll spoil it for people who have never seen it before. Uh, it's Thomas Rhett is an undercover police detective, and Marin Morris is a criminal, and he goes undercover with her, and they rob banks. And, and they then, fall in love. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they fall in love or not, but they're robbing banks and they're, you know, and they're and they're they're boosting, uh, you know, uh, bad guys. And you'd have to watch the whole video. And then at the end, you know, it's it revealed that, you know, he's the cop and 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 she's, you know, like gives him like a dirty look. And then there's credits at the end of it and the whole bit. It's like it's like five or six minutes. Uh, and it's, it's like it, your 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 perfect movie, Brad. Well, but see, she she sings. The, um, you know, uh, my perfect minute, a movie, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's to the point where, where what's the, what the movie, The Irishman, that came out that was in theaters for a while that, uh, uh, now, you know, now is on Netflix. It was in theaters for like a week. And the reason they did that was that way it was able to be, uh, you know, like made the Academy Awards or whatever the heck the deal is. The movie's like three hours and 20 minutes. It's like The Patriot. With uh, uh, Mel Gibson, I've never seen that movie either. That that's actually a pretty pretty well, well done movie, I, you know, to me. Or uh, the Deer Hunter. Um, I've never seen that movie either. <laughs> that what cr- movies do you like? <laughs> You're a rom com. No, I am telling you, the problem I have, and I've had this problem my entire adult life, is if a movie comes out 
and it becomes popular. And people go, oh my God, you've got to see this movie. It's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It made me feel so good. The more hyped I get, the more disappointed I am when I show up. So I, I was like that with Pulp Fiction. I still to this day don't don't understand it. Well, it's to the point where I just don't go see those movies because I know I will be disappointed. You know, I mean, I know when I, you know, when I watch, I'll go like, eh, it was okay. You know, I mean, like, for example, like, I think I did see The Wedding Crashers. I had people talk about, oh, my God, this is such a good movie. And, you know, and I can okay, find I finally saw it. And I was like, eh, it's okay. But don't you think that be, just automatically because you are who you are, that when somebody says it's a good movie, your mind clicks I, and it's like the movie's going to suck. I'm prepared. Right. And I don't. But no, but no, but I just don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't care. At that point, it's like, eh, don't want to see it. You know, and you know, you said you had ADD. Yeah. So does that mean that you're Brad DD? No, I have B R A D D. That's what I have. I don't have yeah Brad DD. I, I don't have just A D D. I have B R A D D. You know, no. Well, here, here's the thing, and this is this is what's gotten to. It's to the point where like these these movies you say like the, you know the the movies you just mentioned. All you uh-huh. have to do is just go onto YouTube, and oh by the way, um, uh, uh, to, write write this down on our list to talk about next hour. Okay. Topher Grace. You know who he is? No. Okay. I don't and even know how to spell his name. I think it's T-H-O-P-H-E-R. T-O-P-H-E-R, something like that. That's uh, what I did. And it, his last name is Grace? Yes. I believe that's his name. Uh, he used to be in that 70s uh, show. You know what I mean? He was one of the guys. Um, I didn't watch the 70s show. Ne- well, neither did I. <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> if you go onto YouTube and you just type in, like, take a movie, and you go, like, let's say Pulp Fiction, and you type in... Pulp Fiction best scenes, okay? And here you get like eight minutes of the movie, and it's like, okay, that's all I want to see. And it's all. And it's the, usually the dance scene with John Travolta. Oh no no no! I uh, well the, the the one that's the one that's on that's that I see all the time on YouTube, which is actually very good. Is remember he was and speaking of John Travolta, remember he was in that movie it was called I think it was called Michael, where he plays he's an angel. Yes, an okay? angel. Have you ever watched the dance scene in that movie? Yes. And and that one, if you go on YouTube, there's a bunch of different versions of that. And that one is like, okay, that's a cool dance scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. It was a cool, it was a cool in, movie in, altogether. In the bar. You know what I'm talking about? We was in the bar, you know, uh-huh. and he starts dancing all, and all these women start dancing with him. And I'm going like, you know, that guy's got the moves. I mean, can you imagine? Because he smells like cookies. <laughs> I smell like burnt car. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, how bad was it, Brad? <laughs> we'll talk next hour. <laughs> oh. Yeah, my poor. Was car. it your blue car? Uh, well, I'll leave you in suspense as to which one it was. Oh, Brad! <laughs> but you know, we'll just have to wait and see because I, I uh. can't, I can't check out all the damage in the dark. It happened at night last night, so I can't see, you know, all the damage yet. So, but you know, once again, I'm a guy who has. Fire extinguishers, and thank goodness I had a fire extinguisher because I put it out relatively quickly. But anyway, that's a whole other story. We'll talk about that next hour, and we'll talk about okay. me breaking my finger at McDonald's yesterday. And you don't think my finger's broken? I really do think it is. Six. I think it's just jammed. Um, you can't break a finger oh, doing what you did. Baloney! I've broken fingers several times, and less what I did yesterday. So anyway, well, that's because you're a delicate flower. I oh, am look, a delicate 642. flower. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. 6:53. She's Brad. I'm Shelley. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. I, I, I found this funny story, Shelley, and it's actually it's it's sort of a radio slash sports story. Okay. Okay. This is about the Port Huron. This is in Michigan. Port Huron Prowlers of the Federal Prospects Hockey League. Okay. They are a minor league hockey team and they were on the road and the broadcast team, the guys who broadcast the game consists of two guys. Uh, One guy's name is Kelly Curl, who uh, he's an analyst and used to be a former hockey player. And the other guy is a the the play is the color guy. His name is uh, what is it? Jim Skiba. Okay. Okay. So they're on the road and they're traveling. And in the game the night before the game, this happened. Both of the goalies got injured and could not play. How so? Did they 
fight with each other? No, or no, they were just injured in the game. The, the regular goalie was in the back, and then the you know he got injured, came out. Backup goalie was injured, came out, and they didn't have a goalie to start the next game, so they took the two broadcasters and made them the goalies. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. How funny is that? The, the one broadcaster who had played for the team, I think, like last season or the season before, he actually was the the goalie. And then the other broadcaster, who was the color guy, they called him the e-bug. And you know what the e-bug was? No. Emergency backup goalie. Okay. <laughs> and the e-bug. Yes. How funny. And they, and they had to sign contracts. You know, because of the way the league set up, that you know, you just can't take somebody off the street. They have to sign a contract the whole bit. So they signed a one-day. Both these guys signed a one-day contract. The one broadcaster, the play-by-play guy, he actually played the entire game. But they were going like, "Well, okay, if both of us as broadcasters are now players, how do we broadcast the game?" So the backup guy, the e-bug guy, the guy who was the color guy, he actually suited up was on the bench and did the game from the bench. So he's actually in his goalie's, you know, gear. He's got the uniform on. He's got goalie pads and the whole bit on. And he didn't actually play because the broadcaster, the lead broadcaster, the play-by-play guy, you know, ended up playing the entire game and never had to come out. So the backup guy, who is the color guy, does the play-by-play from the bench. And apparently it's gotten, it's, it's online and it's gotten quite a bit of 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 uh, you know listening to it. Uh, there's been quite a few plays of of the uh, of the broadcast because they've got I think they've gotten like in a podcast or something like that because at times it gets sort of bizarre on the bench because you can hear yelling and screaming and you know and and there's and there's players yelling at each other in the bench and you can hear the coach yelling and the whole bit. So talking about a real life broadcast. Now, you know what's interesting about that is... is That's that, actually kind of adorable. Well, you know, normally you look at football and the announcers are way the heck up in the press box and even baseball. But the interesting thing about basketball is that even like in the professional games, I mean, the, the play-by-play guys sit right there on the court. You know, there's like a, there's like a, you know, like a table and they're sitting right there. To the point where every once in a while you'll see, you know, where one of the players will, you know, run off the court off balance or something like that and catch can't catch his balance and will actually end up like on top of one of the broadcasters. And if you go to if you obviously if you go to high school, you know, basketball, you see that all the time because the play by play guys sit right there, you know, in on, on, on the sideline. So, you know. I mean, imagine, you know, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we've done all the minor league games. We did the Rascals and we did the, the what was it, the Missouri River Otters and things like that. But I don't think any of our guys were ever, you know, when we were doing the play-by-play, I don't think any of our guys were ever called into action. But I thought that was interesting. That was. It was very interesting. Thank you for sharing that, Brad. I sense a tad bit of like, that was really boring, Brad. Why did you bother us with that? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was kind of cute, actually. Shelly, you're one what? of those people that, you know, that if I if I got you, like, uh, you know, uh, a present at Christmas you didn't like, uh, but yet you'd go like, oh, wow, I really needed this. Thank you so much. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but nice try. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'll remember that. <laughs> That's not true. I would be very thankful for whatever I got for Christmas. It's 6.58. Westplex 107.1. And you know what? That's Shelly's favorite song because every time I play it, you know, when we're off air, I hear her singing in the background. Oh, it's so good. She does such a good job with that. <laughs> I do like that song. <laughs> I like all of her songs. Well, most all of her songs, as long as they're not too whiny. Oh, here she. Well, come on now. Every once in a while, not every once in a while. You know, like we're off here. She goes, that guy's whiny again. She doesn't like whiny guys. I do not like whiny. No. Uh. Seven oh eight. It is BS in the morning. Uh, the website for the station is Westplex one hundred seven point one. The website for the morning show is BS the morning dot show. And uh, if you want to check out our podcast, you can go to bradbs.com. Yes, Brad B. Yes.com. I had an eventful day yesterday, and first off, let's talk about me breaking my finger at McDonald's. Oh my goodness, you did not break your finger, <laughs> okay, Brad. Okay, so 
Shelly and I had an appointment yesterday afternoon, which was sort of an important appointment. We we're looking bo- both looking forward to it. So we had like a yes. little get together at McDonald's, a sort of like a strategy session. You know, I mean, like, you know what, when I when I take my team members out to plan for a big meeting, I don't spare any expense. He does not. <laughs> he, is, I, he, is, he does not. And I bought Shelly an iced tea. So as I, I went over and, you know, you order it and they give you the cups and then you go and you fill it up. And Shelly was at the table and it was we were on like with these high top tables at the Mickey D's there. And I went to get something for her. And as it coming back, I walked through the, you know, the area there. And as I was putting up my hand, I don't know why, I walked by this table and my hand hit the edge of the table and I whacked my hand really hard, and you even said... You could hear it, and I'm like, yeah, that's going to leave a mark. (laughs) You even said, and you could hear something crack, right? It wasn't just like the sound of me hitting my hand on the Uh -uh. table. It was like something went snap, and this has happened to me before. It hurt, and the hurt sort of went away after about five or ten minutes. I have, I'm a veteran of many broken bones, and I've had this happen before where it's like, okay, you know, and then... A couple hours later, it starts to swell, and then it gets to the point where it starts to turn colors, and then it gets to the point where it's like, this is sort of painful, and then it gets to the point where at some point in time, you know, in the past, I would have said, I think I broke it, and then I'd wait two or three days, and then I'd ultimately go to the doctor, and they'd x-ray, and go, it's broke. So my finger is all screwed up, and it's all because of you and your stupid iced tea. I know, but he filled it up for me with ice and everything. <laughs> and I broke and my hand delivered it. And I How broke my that? finger on the way back to the bone. table. Yes, God, you don't care. You just just as long as you got your iced tea, right? Okay. First off, so do you need? I'll, I'll kidding you aside. Do you need one of those little things splints? that you? No, I. You know, I'm to the point where. If you look at a couple of my fingers, they're misshapen from being broken, you know, and to the point where it's like... Duct tape them two together. No, that always works but, out in the But then I, then I can't type. See, that's the problem, you know? I mean, if I do that, then I, you know, if on the keyboard, if I'm on a keyboard, I can't type. I mean, I can, I can still type fairly well with it like this, the way it is right now. But, you know, if I tape two of them together, you know, then everything I send out will look like, you know, you know, a two-year-old, you know, send out the emails. You know what I mean? It'll be all gobbledygook stuff, you know? And so my... any, any suggestion that I give you, you're going to, yeah, but it, aren't you? Well, no, I just, I just sort of tough it out. You know, I'm not going to go to the doctor or anything like that. You know, it's one yeah, of those things. Yeah, God forbid for you to go to the doctor, Brad. <laughs> My last, my last broke, my last broken arm. I never went. I never got. Matter of fact, my last broken arm. I went and got one of those goofy little soft cast kinds of thing. You can buy them now in the store. You know what I mean? I went to uh-huh. I went to Walgreens or something like that. And 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 I mean that one was, I guess that was seven or eight years ago. That one was was eh, I don't know. One I don't say it was a pretty bad break, but. You know, and quite honestly, I think I paid the price for that because that 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 I broke my wrist, my right wrist, and it's never been the same. You know, I mean, I probably should have gone, but I didn't. You, you know, you think? Yeah, yeah. You know, what are they going to do? They're going to put me in a cast. You know, I bought a cast. You know, I can do that, right? You know, okay. No big deal. You know, I mean, you know, don't you think in our lifetime it'll there'll there'll be something to the point where it'll be like everything self service? Like, hey, it's self service. You can do this. You can do. Don't you think there the next thing's going to be like self service X ray? Hey, just come on by. Matter of fact, you don't even have to get out of your it's car. Like tea, it's like talk. Well, you put your arm out the window and we'll X ray your arm. You know, put your leg out the window and we'll X ray your ankle you know i mean you know right i mean i don't think yes, you have i don't think indeed. you have to be are, are there laws stating that you have to be like a doctor to have an x-ray machine uh i don't know the answer to that question i mean could you buy an x-ray machine well i guess you could because of the fact that the sports teams have them sports teams have all that stuff now like the cardinals they got like you know in the you know in you know in the in football for sure they've got all the stuff i think they even got like an mri machine there and stuff like right at the at the at the ballpark they've you know they've got the uh the the you know um, you know now I, I saw this thing the other day it's been out for a while and I read a review and it was pretty interesting they've got this thing where you can make your your I, I think it's just for iPhones right now you can make your um, iPhone into a complete uh, what do you call it cardiogram or something like that where you can actually you know monitor your heart you know and it'll show you like waveforms of you know like when you go in the hospital and they stick you on like the the you know, all the, the telemetry. And, all the monitor, and yeah. you get a good pleth, and then you get a good... Right, shows you yeah. all that kind of stuff. There's one that, that you can do that night right now for your, uh, you know, for your heart. Cardiogram, or whatever the heck it's called. I don't know. I, it's I'm, an echo, but... 
I, I'm, okay. I'm not a doctor, and I, I do play one on radio. You're sick, he does. Shelley. You're sick. Um, anyway, so. Anyway, let's move on about your little. Um... Well, hey, let, let, let me say this. I'll tell you about my, my next break. I'll tell you about my car catching fire last oh. night in the parking lot. Why but, do you do that? But Just uh, tell me. No, 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 no. Uh, Yesterday they had the deal when they all the most of the news stations carried it live. Where you know, and once again, pomp and circumstance. The way our government works with impeachments is the House has all these goofy hearings, which they had for several months, and then you know Nancy Pelosi says, uh, "I don't know if I'm going to send the you know the articles of impeachment over to the Senate." Well, finally yesterday they decided to do it, and they had this thing where they literally walked it over, and they have this solemn thing. But before they started walking it over. Nancy Pelosi and some of the representatives were taking selfies of themselves holding the articles of impeachment. Okay? Which That's I, such a bad taste. Is that the thing that I'm noted for that upset you? Well, you're noted for taking selfies. But yet I am. But yet if if you come on a car accident and some poor guy has been thrown out of the car and you go down in the ditch and you try to help him, you don't hold up his head and say, hey, I'm going to take a selfie, you and me, right? I mean, you're not doing that kind of stuff because that's... Normally you wouldn't, but, you know, there are cases. <laughs> you, know, you do that where some guy was, like, thrown out of his car and you go, hey, and, 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 you, and the guy's like, oh, my God, what happened? Hey, hey, are you okay? I don't know. I can't move my legs. Well, hold on a minute. Let's take a selfie together, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was it here's here's the guy that I helped out. You know, he his car overturned and he got thrown out of his car and he was in the ditch and I went down and I got him out of the ditch and I took a selfie with him. That's what Shelley would do. I'm kidding, she wouldn't actually do that. But you know, once again, to me, this is like a solemn moment, a tragedy, a a black mark. On the history of our country, okay? I, th- I, I agree with that. Only three times before. Well, this is the third time. Uh, some people would say fourth, but if you remember the whole situation, they were trying to impeach uh, uh, Nixon, but he resigned before they actually impeached him. But it was Bill Clinton back in, what, 98, 99? That was number two, and number one was uh, the president after Lincoln, who was that? Andrew Johnson, I believe. And so this is like, you know, and, and once again, this is seen around the world is like oh man it's like what we talked about yesterday it's like the fact that like when the floods were here in 93 and people were calling from out of town are you okay are, is your house underwater uh, you know i'm about 200 feet above the river level and if my house floods you know and people are going like i saw the arch was underwater you know like no the arch isn't underwater if the arch would go underwater we'd all be in trouble because the arch you know if you you know you go down to the riverfront you know the water was at the base of the steps of the arch but if you'd climb those steps before from lk sullivan up to the arch it's like maybe what 100 feet would you say elevation from like the the river up to where the arch is yeah it's you know, arches is sitting way up there. I mean, you know, if the yeah, arch, it is. It's, it's if the dry. arch goes underwater, dry. we're all in trouble. So, uh, you know, and and this whole thing, it's like it's like okay, here we go, and they're taking selfies and they're giggling. You know, I'm going like I don't know about this. I, it just it just struck me very wrong. You know, what do I know? I'm sorry that they did that. I well, really no, am it's because not, what, that's just another slap in the man's face. You know, you may not like the guy, but respect his position. And He's the freaking president of the United States, for crying out I've loud. I've said that before. You talk to people in the military. You don't. What's, what's the saying? You respect the rank, not the person. And, yes. But, but yesterday, keep in mind, what happened yesterday, or so far this week, yesterday, the stock market hit an all-time high. Closed I heard that. Over 29,000. We got an agreement with the Chinese on trade, which they've been negotiating for a while. And it's like, okay, so tell me the problem with this guy again. And, you know, even to the point where we talked about, you know, people go, well, look what he did last week. He, he blew that guy up. He sent that, that drone in and killed that Iranian guy. Okay, remember when we talked about this last week? And, and here I played the clip of, of, of Obama <laughs> kidding about how he's going to have, you know, the, the, the Jonas Brothers bro- blown up with a Predator drone. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, if, what, if, what if Trump would have said that? Yeah, I'm going to send a Predator drone and blow up the Jonas Brothers. People go, oh, my God, I can't believe he said that that's horrible it's terrible right yes you don't have to agree with me you can say no but well it wasn't in good taste you don't think no 
I do not. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell the story of my car catching on fire next, okay? Yeah, please do. I'm just, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair, Brad. <laughs> it's 718. Westplex 107.1. I always have loved that song. I still do. No comments from Shelley? I like the song, too, but you you say that I'm a yes girl, so I wasn't going to say anything. So now you're not going to say anything? Uh-uh. <laughs> so now, tell me about your car. Now I know how to shut you up. Never. I'll just say, Shelly, you're a yes girl. Okay, I'm not talking anymore. Wow, interesting. Yeah, that's, I, I'll, that's I'll never that. going to work. Okay, so this is my... See, first off, I have to admit that I'm one of the few places in the world where... I have a no-kill auto rescue center. Okay? That is so true. <laughs> you know, when, when like everybody else is, oh, time for the junkyard, and they give open cars, I end up with them. And I bought this car, I don't know, seven, eight, nine months or so ago. It's my $200 car. And you have to admit, when you look at it, it looks darn good to the point where for a car that's got 221,000 miles on it, the interior is like almost Perfect, wouldn't you say? You've seen it before. Yes. I mean, yes, it's, it, it's 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 a lovely car it's, actually. It's not beat up. It doesn't have any rust no. on it, but it's got some issues. And we took care of some of the issues. And I just got it inspected and worked on it and got past inspection and fixed it all up the whole bit. Got license plates on it. It's legal and the whole bit. So the other day I went out and started. It was really cold and I couldn't get it started because the battery's a little bit weak. So I charged it up, and so I, you know, it was warmer last night. So, you know, went outside, eh, you know, get that thing running. And because I'm getting ready to actually start driving it. Because I haven't really driven it anywhere other than just like, you know, to get it. We had one repair done on it at one place out in St. Peter's. And then uh, took it down the street uh, to the inspection place. And so it's been driven like, I don't know, maybe 100 miles since I got it. So I started up last night, starts right up, man, it's running a little rough, and I'm going, okay, I'm just going to warm it up and charge the battery a little bit. So I'm sitting out there in the car in the parking lot listening to the radio, and I'm not, I'm in an area, you know where I'm at, where the aroma is, shall we call it, industrial, right? It is, you know, yes. It's, <laughs> I live in an area that is not a residential area, okay? Sounds sort of weird, but it is, okay? So... I'm going like, man, somebody is doing something, you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm, and I'm not really, and it's dark and I'm not really paying attention. Cars run for like, you know, 10 minutes or so. And I'm going like, man, it's getting worse. And the smell. And then all of a sudden smoke starts rolling into the passenger compartment. And I'm going like something's seriously wrong. So I open up the hood and there's something down low that is on fire. I oh see my. I see flames. <laughs> the car's still <laughs> running. So I'm going like, oh, crap. You know, not the KRAP crap. So I turn it off, I, and I didn't have a flashlight in this car, so I run inside. I grab my little CO2 fire extinguisher and a flashlight, and I come out, and I, you know, a couple little quick hits on the CO2, boom, fires out. And I'm looking down there, and I think what's happened is my... Um, my uh, catalytic converter is clogged because the catalytic converter was still like glowing red hot. And typically that's what happens when the catalytic converters get clogged. Uh, you know, the exhaust gases don't have anywhere to go. And that would make sense because it's not running right. And, you know, when you... Somebody tried to steal your platinum. No, no, it's there. Yeah, matter of fact, at this point in time, I'm going like, I wish somebody would have stole it. That way I can just, you know, stick a pipe in there and say the heck with the catalytic converter. Did I say that, Mr. EPA? I was just kidding. I really wasn't. Yeah, he was just joking, <laughs> I was sir. just joking about that. But anyway... Uh, when when it gets light this morning, I'll go out and take a better look at it. But, you know, there's some smoke damage on the fender where you, know, you can see, like, if you have, like, a little fire, you know, the, the fenders, because it's a light color. It's like a, I don't know what you call it, like cream color or something like that. What, the, the, the car, interior? The, yeah, the outside. It's like sort of like a, like a beige kind of color, you know, but it's light. It's a dark beige. It's not dark. It's sort of light. It's not real dark. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm colorblind, so what do okay, I know? Okay, well, <clears throat> anyway. we, we, dis- we di- agree to disagree. That's my, that's my car. Catches fire. <laughs> and, and I'm not giving up on that car yet. You know, I'm, I'm going to get that thing on the road, you know, no matter what. And, you know, nice car. Drives pretty nice, you know. Four-wheel drive, you know. Can kick the 4WD in and out, stuff like that. 
but one of those things, you know? And the crazy thing about it is, it's like, okay, why did this happen? Now, I have to tell you a weird story. Years and years and years and years and years ago, I had a friend of mine that actually had some critter crawl up into his exhaust pipe and die. And when, this is sort of gross, but when this critter crawled up in the exhaust pipe and died, guess what happened when you started decay? You bloat. You know what I'm saying? You what? Bloat. You know what I mean? You get bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when yes, the critter yes, yes, crawled yes. up into his exhaust pipe and then died, it like sealed off the exhaust pipe. And he couldn't figure out what was wrong with the car because, you know, one day it was doing okay, one next day it wasn't. And it was because there was a critter, some kind of a, a rat or I don't know, something that crawled up in the exhaust pipe and died. And it blocked the exhaust pipe. So when he, you know, when he started, the car was really lethargic and, you know, it, was, it wasn't and, getting and, any uh, well, air. What, well, no, it was, it was, it, it wasn't, the exhaust wasn't coming out. And that's what happened. The same kind of thing sort of happened is I think his catalytic converter got real hot and stuff like that. I mean, when, when, the, you know, the cars still first came out with the catalytic converters and they hadn't gotten the technology right. Um, I remember there were some cars that like, it, you know, you'd put your feet on the floorboard, like in the passenger side where like where the exhaust system was and it was like super hot. You know, because they didn't quite have the catalytic converter thing down yet, but now they do. So anyway, that's my car fire in the parking lot. Well, at least A, you weren't hurt, and B, it can be fixed. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know yet. Hypothetically. Uh, yeah, it still starts, you know, which is sort of weird, and still runs, but I don't know, you know. I mean, the thing you got to worry about nowadays is if you have any kind of, I mean, there's so many times nowadays when things that used to be like, oh, we can fix that in the old days, but if you have like a relatively minor engine fire, a lot of times they'll just total the car because there's so many sensors and wiring harnesses and, you know, computers and stuff like that to the point where like, you know, I mean, it just burns stuff up and it's so expensive to repair. You know, yeah. One of those things. So you're going to have to uh, 86 your favorite leather coat? No, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's still, you know, it's funny. I, I, I stuck it in, uh, in, uh, in, in the bathroom last night. And when I went in this morning, I went like, ooh, man. You know, it's still, you know, you know how it is when your your nose gets away from something, you know, and then you come yeah, back and you can yeah. smell it. You know, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you're like in the kitchen and you don't necessarily smell that it's like, you know, really onion smelling. And then you walk in the next morning, it's like, whoa, man, it's like onions in here. You know, that kind of thing. It was that kind yeah. of a deal. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to air it out. Maybe, maybe I'll just, just, drive today when I'm going places with my coat, I'll just drive with the windows open and that'll just, you know, it'll just air it out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe so. Or I could just, on the luggage rack on my other car, I could just like, you know, cable tie it onto the luggage rack and I just drive you down could, the highway. <laughs> just, you know, the wind blowing through my jacket and people going like, you know, driving along, you know, pointing like, hey, there's a coat on top of your car. Hey, thank you. I know I put it there. Bye. Right. Oh, that's hilarious. 729. Westplex 107.1. Get up next to you. 738. It is BS in the morning. Shelly, sun's out. Can you believe it? I can. It's, I can't see it. It's but nice I out there right it. now. Cold, 23 right now. Heading for a high of 34 today. Not going to be very warm. But uh, the sun's supposed to be uh, with us for a couple more hours. And then it's going to be partly cloudy uh, or maybe even mostly cloudy the remainder of the day. So we've got some unfiltered sun right now. But that's going to change. Complete forecast is coming up with Jennifer. Vojcicki. You missed your cue there. Uh, I did. <laughs> our meteorologist will be here. Meteorologist will be here in just a minute. Okay, one of the things we talked about early this morning, the schedule of things to talk about was the sad day in our industry yesterday. iHeart Radio, that uh, our iHeart just called iHeart Media, that owns several stations in this town, laid off, fired quite a few people here locally, and you know it's interesting. The um, the um, service that I subscribe to, it's called Inside Radio. Normally does a great job. There's not one story. They send out two reports a day, a morning report and an afternoon report, sort of, you know, things going on in the industry, who's doing what, governmental regulations, all that kind of stuff. You know, if you're in any kind of industry, it's that kind of industry kind of news. There's nothing in there today about all the layoffs. And they fired people all over the country. And somebody said that yesterday they filed, fired 1,000 people. And I'm going, like, I haven't been able to confirm that. And to me, it's very sad. And to the point where I think what you're going to see happen, there's some changes has been made in the FCC rules and regulations. And one of them was it was called the main studio rule. 
And the main studio rule meant that you had to have a studio where you originated your program within 25 miles of your city of license. I know that sounds sort of complicated, but where the FCC does it, they do, you know, you get a city of license. And most of the stations in St. Louis are actually licensed to St. Louis. But like, for example, Casey isn't. It's licensed to Crestwood and and uh, some of the other stations. And our stations are licensed to Washington, Missouri. So we have to have studios within a 25-mile. We used to have to have studios within a 25-mile radius of that city of license. They they jettisoned that rule. And why did they do that? Well, I, you know, I, I, I can see that some of the issues that and, and some of the smaller markets are some states where, especially when you go out west, it's difficult for a standalone radio station to really make any money anymore. I mean, you know, to, you know like and especially if you're like out in the middle of Colorado and there's like, let's say there's three cities that are like maybe 50 miles apart and there's a radio station in each one. Um, and somebody would come in and buy the three radio stations, it would not be necessarily economical, economically feasible to have three different studios and three sets of, of, of staff and the whole bit in three different cities. So what you do is you put them into one box. But what I say is going to happen was, since they've done that is that right now, if you go down on Highway 40 and you're going east and 40 and right when you pass underneath Hampton, where the old checker dome, the old arena used to be, there's an office building. Yeah. And on the front, yeah, it says, my first concert. it says, I heart, I think it says, I heart media or I heart radio, something like that. And in that building on the second floor, I believe it is second or third floor, there's like seven radio stations and there's a bunch of studios. I say, unfortunately, there'll come a day when that'll be gone. And all the radio stations in St. Louis will have somebody running them who's like in New York or Chicago, or, and they won't be here. And there will be no local people on the radio. There'll be no local. Except for us. Well, but, but and, and, you know, I'm a local owner. And you and I had a meeting, and I said this yesterday. I'm unfortunately yes. one of a dying breed because most of the stations have been, you know, gobbled up by these big conglomerates. And once they own the stations, they don't really do much with them. Um, they cut back the staffs. I get it. It's like any other industry. You know, I mean, you know, and, you know, it's consolidation. I'm not trying to be naive. It's like, well, this is terrible. This is happening. But to a certain extent, these big companies have caused the problem in that they bid up the price of these radio stations. When the FCC deregulated in uh, the late, in the mid to late 90s, everybody started, you know, all these companies, well, we're going to be the biggest. We're going to be the biggest. And unfortunately, the two big companies, iHeart being number one and Cumulus being number two, we don't have any Cumulus stations here in St. Louis. Both of those companies within the last couple of years were in bankruptcy because yeah. they spent so much money and borrowed so much money. And then all of a sudden, once they bought all these radio stations, they're going, okay, now how are we going to make money? You know, they were in such a hurry to be the biggest that they bought all these stations. And then they got to the point where it, it, it killed them. And both of them right now have just come out of bankruptcy. And unfortunately, what Cumulus has been doing is Cumulus has been selling on their radio stations, a bunch of their radio stations. And I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. You know, the, you know the, the religious people of the world won't like me for saying this, but they've been selling it to this one company called EMF, which is a big religious broadcaster who doesn't have any stations in the St. Louis area. But what they do is they don't have anybody local at any of their stations. It's all coming out of California. So, yeah, I know people like K-Love, which is the format that they do, and but yet it's not local. There's nobody working here. Um, there's nobody who's got a job in St. Louis or wherever they're at, you know, working at K-Love. Um, you know, it's all national stuff. And once again, the situation when Cumulus sold a bunch of their radio stations, you know, like, they, they, you know, K-Love, EMF, this company bought stations in, in Chicago and New York. All those people at all those radio stations lost their jobs. Now, I know people are going like, hey, too bad. You know, people lose their jobs all the time. But... When you get involved, like we are, with the Chambers of Commerce, and you start to realize that when there's X amount of people in an area who have a job and making money, what do they do? 
they spend that money for the most part locally. They go to Schnucks. They go to Deerberg's. They're buying groceries. They're getting their car fixed. They're buying cars from Chris Offenberg and, and you know, and the Fuse people and, the, you know, the Dave Sinclairs. And they're buying tires and they're getting their car repaired. And, you know, if they're having you know, maybe some work done at their house, uh, they need some electrical work. They're calling Caleb at Extreme Electrical. And if they need some flooring done, they're calling Anna at LSL Finishes. And if they're, you know, and once again, that, you know, we all talk about this in the chambers and things like that, that that $1 that you spend locally spins around in that community because if you spend that dollar with caleb to have your electricity fixed a new box put into your your house new circuit breaker box caleb goes out and he hires guys the guy who comes to install that new circuit breaker box is going out and he's going out and buying dinner with his wife and buying a car you know in other words that money circulates but when you take an industry like our business, the radio business, and you essentially remove all the people from a market, A, people get less interested in listening to that radio station because of the fact that it's not local there's, anymore. Yeah, there's nothing local about right. it. It's like, you know, yeah, they may play, you know, like with it. And I'm not dissing on, on EMF. Maybe I am. Because I think the thing that bothers me the most about that is, A, they're tax exempt. They don't pay the same fees that I pay to the FCC. They don't pay, you know, real estate taxes because of the fact that they're considered a church. So, you know, they don't pay real estate taxes, you know, to the various counties. They don't do this. They don't do that. And they don't employ anybody locally. And to me, it's like, that sort of sucks. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think it's bad. And I hate to see what's happened to our industry if you look at my Facebook page, and I think I still have the link from bradfb.com, even if you're not my friend, I think you can still go and find my page. I copied, I shared a post that J.C. Corcoran put up last night. And very well written. And it's he, a he long post, well five, six, seven paragraphs. And he yep. sort of outlines it, and it really, really, really tells the story. And once again, I get it. Things change. I don't want to be the kind of guy that's saying, well, I own a buggy whip factory, and I don't think those new Ford cars are going to be a thing to worry about. I get it. But by the same token, our industry has evolved. You and I have evolved. We're doing a lot of stuff that, you know, that's outside the box. As a matter of fact, the meeting we had yesterday, I think that we sort of raised some eyebrows when they heard some of the things we're doing. Don't you think? Or am I imagining I that? I do. No, no, I, I do. I think that he was very open to uh, our progressiveness. Right. And, and to the point where what we do is, what Shelly and I do every day is with this radio station, we try to grow, grow people's business. That's the business we're in. We're, That's our biz. We're in the broadcasting biz, but to keep this place on the air, we have to have advertisers, and hopefully the advertising that we sell them you know, and I'm not going to say that every single advertiser in the station, you know, makes a ton of money off what we do. I mean, it's like anything. There's a famous advertising executive who said years ago, you know, half the advertising I do works, half the other advertising I do doesn't work. I would be a genius if I knew which one was which, you know, going into it. In other words, the idea being is, and you know, you and I have come up with ad campaigns for clients that we thought, man, this is going to be great. And it doesn't do that much. And then we've had other ones where we're going like, I don't know. I don't think this is going to help them much. And they do great with it. You know what I mean? Every, yes. But, I mean, Caleb, he's Caleb with Extreme Electrical. He has 10-second um, ads, and he gets so many calls from those 10-second ads. But the sad part of it is what came up in our meeting yesterday, and I don't really know what divulge we were with, but no. um, it was interesting in that his frustration, as well as ours, was that he deals with businesses all the time, and they do a particular thing for free for businesses and the businesses didn't use it. Remember him talking they, about that? The videos? They used it once and then they didn't really capitalize or, on or they didn't use it at all. On everything that it could have right. brought them. And to the point where and I get it, we run into this all the time. If we go and talk to, you know, a guy who's a carpenter and we say, Hey, you should advertise on the radio. Oh, everybody knows I'm the best carpenter. And you know, and I by the way, I, I, I don't I don't believe in advertising. Okay, fine. Yes, word of mouth works great. If you go to BNI chapters and things like that, yes, that works great. But if you, I don't care what business you're in, and if you say, I don't have to advertise because of blah, 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 or I don't have to market or I don't have to promote, you know, A, either you're just happy being, you know, small, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but or B, 
you're not telling the truth because of the fact that if you really want to promote your business, if you really want to grow your business, especially now with all the avenues you have available, the social media and websites and videos and all the different things you can use to promote your business, if you're sitting there and doing nothing and you're wondering why you're not doing well in your business, you know, I mean, we see this all the time. I'm amazed. We have a meeting with a guy tomorrow who has got some really, you know, cutting edge ideas he really does and he's yet, like a young you well i know but but i don't know about that I but but, but the idea being is he doesn't he's frust his he's frustrated because he goes to these companies and says hey look i can grow your business and no one you know eh, no and everybody turned him down so what did he do he started his own business where he's actually in the service business and what did i tell you in the first month he did $38,000 worth of business in the first month with a company he just started. And all he's doing is doing the marketing that he's telling everybody they should be doing. The marketing, the advertising, he's telling people to do. And they don't listen to him. He just started his own business and in the first month did $38,000 worth of business. And it's like, okay, what does this guy know? You know? I mean, I know, sorry, I went off the topic on this, but it's it's frustrating to me to see what's happened in our industry. I've been doing this for a long time, and, um, you know, and yeah, I get it. Things change. I totally understand that, but I can't help but think that it's like a lot of industries where you come in, you get these guys who are the hedge fund operators, and, you know, they figure out, you know, uh, you know, they it, for a while there was the deal where there was companies, they would buy these companies, and they would just sell them off in pieces because the pieces were worth more than the whole. And there are other people, I've heard it said recently, about, you know, the company that's, you know, got some troubles with that particular model airplane, and I won't mention their, their name, but that I've heard people that work for that company say the problem with the company was it used to be run by engineers and people who really cared about the quality of the product they turned out, and now it's run by financial guys. And I understand you got to have financial guys to run any kind of business nowadays, but when it gets to the point where the finances take the primary position and turning out a good product or service is secondary, that's where you get yourself in trouble. But what do I know? I'm just some dumb guy on the radio who's, uh, you know, has a show that's just BS, right? <laughs> right? You know a lot, Brad. <laughs> it's all BS. You're, you're pretty seasoned. Okay. I said my said, I'm done. 7.52. Do you feel better? Westplex 107.1. You know, I've always liked pop music. And to me, that is a perfect example of a great pop song. Don't you think? I do. I mean, great melodies, great harmonies, uh, you know, very well produced, uh, you know, catchy, sounds different, doesn't, doesn't sound like, you know, a clone of a lot of other songs. Um, you're very sounds unique. Sounds like a diff, uh, simpler time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like with... Uh, Just lovely. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I won't. I was going to say with, with Phil, and you don't know who I'm talking about. No. The guy who's in jail right now. You know who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Okay, we didn't get a chance to talk about Topher Grace. I really wanted to talk about that. Put that on the list tomorrow. We'll talk about Topher Grace. And an interview I, there. And I interview I heard with him, which to me was fascinating. Fascinating. And uh, talked about how he got into acting. And it wasn't like how you thought he would get into acting. And then he talked about a new business that he's running, which is like, to me, it was like, what? You know, when I heard him describe this, I'm going like, he's doing What? And it's pretty interesting. Anyway, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. We have to take a break because we're way behind and I have to have the computer cooperate with me and do this. And we will be right back at 7.58. You know, Shelly, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but a perfect example. We just played five commercials. Each five of those commercials are local businesses that you and I yes, know and deal with. Local people who do business here in the local area one way or another. Uh, uh, Angie Harness, who is, uh, you know, selling homes and working with retired people, or, you know, or maybe moving out or moving in of a uh, you know, house they want to retire in, um, you know, That's RRSA, putting roofs on houses, fixing them up. Every single ad in there was somebody who is local that's trying to, you know, grow and prosper with their business, but at the same time make the community a better place to live. So, and yeah, am I being be too a weird? Part of something bigger than themselves. Am I being too weird by saying stuff like that? Absolutely not. Okay. Say that as many times as you want to because it's true. Well, I don't want to give it off in the thing. And, I, you know, like I said, it bothers me about the iHeart deal. And I think what bothers me is... Well, some people don't understand is that everybody says shop local, shop local, shop local. We are. 
your local radio station. Well, and and the big boys ne- aren't necessarily aren't. Now, once again, they hi- they have have people that are on staff here and they pay them and they're you know they're going out, but yet they're <laughs> they're cutting that down. The money's many- not staying in here. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, we'll we'll talk about that another day. Uh, you know, anything you you want to mention? You know what? I haven't done this all morning long. I haven't oh, done. Please, no. I haven't done it all morning long, and to the point where where there's something. I mean, first off, um, last night I'm listening to ESPN 101, you know, local radio station here, and I hear this football expert on there, and I'm thinking to myself, and lady, I'm thinking to myself. Damn, is she good. I mean, I record a little bit of it. Here's what she said. Drawback two and punt. Oh, and I thought, man, drawback two and punt. I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> You're funny. Thinking, oh, my gosh. <laughs> not to change the subject, which I totally am. But today is my my um, stepson's birthday. He's my bonus kid. Yeah. And I'm his step monster. Yeah. And today is his birthday. How so old? happy birthday, Davey. I love you. How old? 40-something. Wow. Wow. You know you're old when you have kids who are in their 40s, right? Thank you. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome, Michelle. But he's, I'm a step monster. You know, we've had our ups and downs, but we always come back. And, you know, he's just a really, he's he's brilliant. He's actually a genius, like Mensa smart. Really? Really? Yes. Really? Yes, he is. And he has you as a mom? <laughs> As a step monster, oh, okay. thank you so much. Okay, I, I get it. I, there's, there's no, there's no genetic lineage then, right? It's just all. No. <laughs> it's, it's all by osmosis. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, you know, so for, now, you know, you know, the most important man in Saint oh, Charles no, 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 steps no, up to no, the microphone I and forgot, says, "We forgot to do, we forgot to do the, the anniversaries and birthdays." Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, oh, uh, ninth anniversary, please. and Hugh oh, Brad, Janus turning ten. We already said the birthdays. It was for Davy Barr. <laughs> Caleb, step on up to the microphone, honey. You're up. Oh, okay. Should I play him then? Yes. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't work. I just hit the button. Man, the computer's not cooperating with me at all. I think I. I think the. That's the, because you're being silly. No, I'm not. I think. I think the the, the you know that my car catching, uh, uh, in the uh, uh, fire in the parking lot has affected the computers on the inside. Okay, now say it again. Caleb Hunter, please step on up. You are up as the smartest man in St. Charles, so it's your turn. Hey, people. Your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988, or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071.